India chose to bowl first as they took on England in an ICC Men's T20 World Cup warm-up match at the ICC Academy in Dubai on Monday evening. Jason Roy and Joss Butler strode to the middle to get England's innings underway. They looked to play with freedom and their opening stand was going at just more than nine to the over when it was broken with Mohamed Shami toppling Butler for 18. His opening partner followed him two overs later as Shami claimed his second dismissal of the innings. David Milan and Johnny Besto added 30 runs for the third wicket before Milan walked for 18 runs. Liam Livingston replaced him at the crease and along with Besto, they took England into triple digits. Livingston notched up 30 of 20 balls before losing his wicket to Shami. Besto's resistance also snapped. He was England's last wicket of the innings, falling for 49 runs of 36 balls as England got to 188 for 5 at the end of 20 overs. India made a solid start to their replies. Lokesh Rahul and Ishan Kishan combined for an 82-run opening stand, which saw the former choke up 50 runs. His contribution ended there, though, as Mark Wood dismissed him. Lokesh Rahul out for a 24-ball 51. Kishan then had Virat Kohli at the crease as he went on to his half-ton milestone. Kohli was walking back to the stands the next over, out for 11, courtesy of Livingston. Kishan top scored with 70 not out of 46 balls with 7 fours and 3 sixes before being replaced by Saraya Kumar Yadav as a rotational change. But Yadav didn't stick around for long, dismissed by David Woolley after facing 9 deliveries. India had done enough though as they achieved their target with an over to spare, with Pant and Pandya unbeaten on 29 and 16 runs respectively. The West Indies and Pakistan went head-to-head -head in their first warm-up match of the ICC T20 World Cup. The West Indies won the toss and opted to bat first, but they seemed to be in no rush to score runs. Andre Fletcher was the first to fall as he chopped the ball onto his own wickets at the end of the third over. Chris Gale joined Lendl Simmons at the crease, but the opener was the next to fall after hitting a couple of boundaries as he was caught after a mistimed hook. Roston Chase came and went for nine, hitting a lone four before he was caught by Shaheen Shah. Gale could only find the boundary twice before he was bowled out by Haris Ralph on 20. Shimron Hetmeyer provided a bit of stability and some much-needed runs, hitting three boundaries before he was caught in the ropes on 28. West Indies skipper Kieran Pollard arrived at the crease in a mood to score runs as he smashed five fours before he was also bowled by Ralph on the final ball of the innings. That saw the West Indies end on 130 for seven in their 20 overs. Pakistan's run chase got off to a solid start as their openers Mohammad Rizwan and skipper Baba Azam scored at a steady rate in the opening overs. Azam was the main aggressor as he scored 10 runs off the third over, starting with a four and ending with a six. Rizwan was the first batsman to fall as he was bowled by Ravi Rampal for a lowly 13 runs. Azam made good pace to a half century as he raised his bat after bringing up his 50 and 41 balls. That would be the end of his innings though as he was stumped a couple of balls later. Hayden Walsh grabbed the second wicket the very same over as Mohammed Hafiz was sent packing for a golden duck. Fakhar Zaman picked up where his skipper left off as he picked up the pace in the 13th over with a big six and a lucky four from a reverse sweep. With the help of Shoaib Malik, Zaman wrapped up Pakistan's run chase as they eased to a seven-wicket victory over the West Indies in their first of two warm-ups before the Super 12 stage of the T20 World Cup gets underway. 
Namibia and Sri Lanka kick-started their campaigns in the ICC Men's T20 World Cup with their first round Group A match. Namibia were only taking part in their second T20 international against four-member opposition, with Sri Lanka holding the favourites tag for this one. Sri Lanka chose to field first after winning the toss and they were making light work of Namibia. It was Mahish Tikshana the pick of the bowlers with figures of 3 for 25 as Namibia were bowled all out for 96. No major issues for the Lions in chasing down that total. They needed just 13.3 overs to get there. They made 100 for 3 giving them a 7 wicket win. Is this the winning runs? Yes it is! just gone over the head of Skoltz and it's gone for six. It's more than enough to get them past the target, pick up the two points and ensure they've got a very good net run rate. A doubleheader coming your way from the ICC Men's T20 World Cup as Scotland take on Papua New Guinea while Bangladesh and Oman will clash in the second match. Catch the action live on Supersport. Georgian Nicolas Bazilashvili and Cameron Norrie of Great Britain lined up against each other in the final of the BNP Paribas Open. In what was the second ATP Masters 1000 final this year between players ranked outside the top 25. Bazilashvili is known for his ferocious power and after an early breakdown at 1-3 the Georgian began to find his range and won 10 of the next 11 points as his place of shot from the back of the court began to gain the better of his opponent en route to the opening set. It was the first time all tournament Norrie had dropped the opening set and there were ominous signs for the Brit early in the second. However, loose game saw Norrie break back almost instantly at 2-2. Norrie took his chances. The 26-year-old completed a run of eight straight break points as he broke to level the match at 71 minutes and carried the momentum into an early break in the deciding third. Bazalashvili had his chances with three breakpoint opportunities at Love 2, but Norrie's retrieval skills came to the fore. His hole proved telling as his opponent struggled to rein in a mounting error count. The match was in the bag after one hour and 51 minutes as Norrie claimed the biggest win of his career. His exploits in California have propelled Norrie to British number one and is in the running to reach the elite season-ending ATP finals. In the process, Norrie will rise to a career-high 16th in the world. Yeah, I mean, it was, uh, means so much to me, my biggest title. I'm so happy. I can't even describe it right now. Um, it was a strange match today, but no, I mean, uh, absolutely massive for me and my team, and I uh, can't, can't really believe it. I mean, uh, if you would have told me I would have won the tournament before the, before the, the tournament started, I, I wouldn't have believed you, so it's amazing, and um, uh, I can't really put it into words around. It's just amazing. I'm still taking all, all the emotions with the match so far, so so happy. With three shots separating the top five players, there was a thriller in store as the CJ Cup reached its final round. While overnight leader Ricky Fowler struggled on the final day, two-time major winner Colin Morikawa laid a siege on the title. His well-documented iron play was on display as seven birdies on the front line saw him rocket up the leaderboard. While the American sizzled on his approach play, Rory McIlroy's short game was a sight to behold, with this chip at the par 5-6 landing him a birdie. The Northern Irishman started the back nine tentatively, but the spa-saving shot at the 10th saw him remain in control. While McElroy seemed nerveless, 
The assault from Morikawa was relentless as this birdie at the par 3 11th maintained the pressure. Around the green though, McElroy was unstoppable and this eagle at the 14th took him to 25 under and 3 clear of the chasing Morikawa. The American battled till the very end and carded the lowest round of his PGA Tour career with a 10 under 62. However, it would not be enough as McElroy's 6 under 66 was enough for him to land the title. Success at the CJ Cup saw McElroy secure a historic 20th PGA Tour title with a one-stroke victory ahead of Morikawa and Fowler. The best-placed South African was Eric van Rooyen, who finished in a tie for 25th as a final round 70 took him to 17 under. It's quite an achievement, you know. I still need a, I still need a couple more years on tour to get that lifetime exemption, but um, at least I've got the wins. Um, you know, I was asked that question at the start of the week, and it is a pretty big carry. You know, I think to get to 21, 20 wins out here is a big achievement. And um, yeah, I mean, I didn't know if it was going to be this week, but I knew if I just kept my head down and keep playing well and keep doing the right things, that eventually I'd get there. And um, yeah, this is, you know, I've, I've been close to starting my season with a win before. I think I finished second or third like eight times. So to get a win, um, yeah, it's great. It feels really good. Um, you know, some validation of what I've done the last few weeks and, um, you know, just, just keep moving forward. The PGA Tour heads to Japan for the Zozo Championship. The action is live on your World of Champions Supersport. Stage 1 of the Absa Cape Epic took the Riders Around series. Named after the Roman goddess of agriculture and fertility, Ceres has long been a mecca for South African mountain bikers. The Cape Epic has visited the region on numerous occasions and 2021 is only the second time the race has overnighted in the small Varenbokkerveld town. After a relatively easy start to the stage, the first single track climb was fortuitously wider than most, allowing for overtaking opportunities. Two more single track climbs followed, including the ascent of the dead man walking climb to the race's first hotspot. The single track from the summit was the day's technical terrain, Pipeline. A final loop from the Central Water and Spectator Point complex took in more scintillating single tracks, including some of the oldest purpose-built trails in South Africa. There was a tight finish to Stage 1 in the men's race, a fine 1-2 for the Bulls. Urs Huber and Simon Schneller, the two victors. In the women's race, the victory went to Team 91 Sonogo Specialized. Sina Frey and Lara Stieger, the two ladies, at the top of the podium. A rather comfortable victory for the pair, who finished almost five minutes ahead of the second-place team, Salusmed.